Hey guys, welcome to another mini So Today we're going to be talking about single parent romances. It's one of those things that Juliet and I both have in common. We love to see like single mom or single dad and also have the kids be really cool, like really memorable and And also important important to the the plot. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We don't like, you know, oh, there's so many single dad romances (laughs) that are forgettable. I'm like, oh wait, they had a kid in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Crying in the background? What's happening? So I looked at my Goodreads list, you know, because I have tags that my shelves are literally like full of tropes and just, you know, all that jazz. So I just went go skim through my single single dad and single mom. And some of them I was like, I don't remember a kid being there. That's oh not, my gosh. you know, to me, that's, that's not, not what a I, good sign. Yeah, that's not, that's not I'm a like, good I don't sign. remember them having a kid. What well, are you talking about? Exactly. And like, and I even thought as I was going through, I was like, if there's any that I had to question, was there a kid in there? I'm like, well, then it's not one of my favorites. Exactly. Because it's only the ones where the kids have like play an important role in the relationship of the romance, even, you yep. know, that to me are standouts for in this trope. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You want me to go first? Sure. Um, Because I know it's on your list too. Um, The Takeover. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm a T.L. Swan. And I was actually trying to not put The Takeover on my list. Because we've already talked about it. We've already talked about it. But it's one of the prime examples of the kids being so fucking cool. She has three children. Mm -hmm. And one of them's like, quote unquote, a problem child. You know, like, you know, a bit of a... And he ends up becoming the most endearing child, loving Tristan the most. Like, it's... Harry. Harry is beautiful. That relationship literally made me cry when yeah. I was listening to this I think audiobook. what makes it for me like the takeover what makes this such a cool you know romance is because the hero Tristan he wants nothing he just wants to bang this heroine he just wants to bang this hot and she milf. comes yeah and she comes saddled with fucking kids that he doesn't want to deal with right and in the process he falls so deeply in love with the kids and I'm just yes. like he becomes their father he figure becomes their father because you know their father has passed away and it is so fucking beautiful. It is, it is literally one of the most beautiful. It, it, that's what I was like. It's it's going on the top. I'm and the sorry. fact that it's it happens against his will. Like yes. he's not trying to. He's fall not in love looking with for kids. it, and she's like, definitely not looking for it. Like yeah. they're both just like, let's do this hot hookup thing. Yeah, you know. And it's and by the way, the sex is off. The charts. Tristan, damn. Yikes. No one can beat Tristan. Tristan Miles. fucking Miles. I mean, Tristan fucking Miles. That's all we got to <laughs> say about that. All right. Crossing next off one. the list. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with the one that I'm, this is the one that I double dipped for, um, <laughs> which is Sustained by Emma Chase. I also mentioned this one for Age Gap. And okay, the takeover for my age gap as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You haven't read it yet, but you will because it's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> got it. <laughs> But I love Sustain, again, because this hero, he's a playboy. He's not a family man. Oh. He doesn't even know that if, if he ever wants kids. That's he the finds best. Them, he finds them, you know, kind of a little bit repulsive. But mm-hmm. whenever he meets Chelsea, who she also, I found this hilarious. When I was making this list, a lot of these single moms and single dads aren't necessarily the bi- biological parents. Some yes. of them are caretakers. Right. Some of them are guardians. Yes. That they're I have some of my list that are like or whatever. that. And that's what Chelsea is. Chelsea is a <clears throat> younger sister who, when her brother and his wife died, she has custody of their many children. Six children, you said. Six children, yeah. okay. And it is so, like, one of them's like a baby. One of them's like sitting Can in a high chair. Can you imagine you're a college student and college suddenly student. you have six children, yeah. one's a baby. Like a 14-year-old to a baby. <laughs> like, that's what you have. Wow. Now saddled in your lap. Wow. And it is so 
fucking beautiful the way that he like she's feeling overwhelmed and he Mm -hmm. starts to step in to help her and it is so amazing he becomes such a great father figure yeah and he gets scared by it of course but (laughs) you know i mean damn and there's also a little novella that she wrote after it and you kind of catch up with them and i literally sobbed in the epilogue of the novella which is just kind of like a little like extra like oh let's see yeah. where they are now a couple yeah. years down the line and i sobbed uncontrollably during the epilogue in that one oh my god i was like ah, how dare you do this to me it's those face? beautiful epilogues like that that are like life change look was, i was like, like the epilogue why am I mess okay sidebar the epilogue of transcendence oh, this is funny i think cuz sidebar is the name of the novella no I'm Stop it. <laughs> okay, I did joking. not know that. <laughs> but the epilogue of Transcendence, which is a caveman romance told purely from one point of view with no dialogue. You you think you don't want to read this? You need to read it. Sidebarred. That's what it's called. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, but it's um that that one had me crying too because it's like uh, in the future, you know. The, yeah. That epilogue just yeah. it, it it crushed my heart, like killed me. It was that beautiful. Yeah, I know. That's it. That's all I'm gonna that's say what, about that. And that is not a um, single parent romance. Nope. She just had to stick it in there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> any excuse to talk about Ed and Beth. Anything. Any excuse to talk about that book. And you know what is really sort of ironic is that, you know, it's a caveman story where there's no, and the, um, the title is Transcendence. Mm-hmm. It's so like, you know, I don't know, poetic or something. It's interesting. And then we spend a lot of time being Beth. like, we can't even say Beth. Yeah, Beth. <laughs> Gotta say Beth. No, he's a caveman. He doesn't have the mental uh, yeah, capacity it's not, for he's it. He's not a human. No. Yet. Anyway. All right. Um, next one. Bum, bum, bum. Rules for a proper governess. Oh, my God. And I can't believe I don't have Sinclair this one and Bernie. here. What wonderful children in here, right? too. I love so, this one. So this is historical. This is um, one that we kind of read recently. Jennifer Ashley. We read it, actually, for the Patreon mm-hmm. exclusive. One of our favorite Patreon picks, honestly. It, I think it is my favorite. Yeah. It, it's so good. So Sinclair is a barrister, and he is a widow, and he has two... Widower hellion children widower sorry he's two hellion children and he can't keep a governess and birdie's a pickpocket <laughs> who he she's catches. grown up in the slums yes who he catches and then she ends up becoming the governess and when i tell you y'all she's got this like you know heavy like cockney accent and just it's just very unusual for me because usually I'm reading historicals. We have like the Lady of the Ton, la 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 la. And so she's a different kind of heroine. And I loved it. Loved it. She's so open and loving and, and the loves way that these she kids. is with the kids though, like she, she understands totally relates them, to them. Yes. And she's not like the previous governesses that they abhorred <laughs> and they were and being, scared off. Yeah, they were being hellions on purpose because we were like, we don't like these governesses. Mm-hmm. And then Birdie comes in and they're like, oh my God, we love her. She's yeah. so fun and she is a great teacher. And it's yeah. like not all just like lessons, lessons, lessons. It's also, hey, it's okay to be a kid. Yeah, okay like they had fun. they had gotten away by climbing scaffolding of some building. So she climbs up there with, with them, them and sits down. It's like, hey, what are y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> It's so like does little acrobatic tricks to impress And they're like them, all so impressed. They're like, hmm, hmm. Maybe she's not bad. Yeah, I kind of like this lady. I love that one. That's a great okay. recommendation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
My first one on my list is The Marriage Effect by Carla Sorensen. I have that one. <laughs> oh, Again, like Paige I said, Logan, Logan oh. has custody of his younger siblings, his yes. younger half-sisters, yes. okay? And in order to keep custody and get their mom from not taking them back because yep. she's terrible. He has to get married. Um, he has to get married. And so Paige kind of like offers herself herself up and she's like, I can marry you. And I love it because like the girls and like there's a whole spinoff series about all the girls, Y'all, the Ward sisters. The Ward sisters are amazing. It's and so good. they're such hellions as well. Like, they try to prank Paige and Paige gives as good as she gets. Oh, yeah. She pranks them back. It is so And then she fun. slowly becomes their mother. Yes. Like, slowly becomes their friend. It's yes. it's really beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I love how, you know, they're very angry. They don't want her yes. to take their brother's upset. attention and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, she's the one that's actually paying them attention. And they're yeah. like, oh, wow. This is what it's like to have a female figure in my life. So, and like Logan, he's just trying to do his fucking best. So, this is one of those instances where, like, the marriage of convenience trope works really well in a modern day setting for me and i just love the way that Paige becomes such a partner for logan like he's <clears throat> he's so used to trying to like go at it alone and being yeah. you know the father figure for these girls and he's struggling so much and i love how Paige unknowingly like takes some of that burden from him and right. it's just like it's just wonderful and i just i just love them as a couple so much so Y'all, this yeah and also the uh What's it? The bomb effect? The bombshell bomb effect. Shell. The bombshell effect is like the first book in the series, which is also and he's is a single dad. Also yeah. delicious. Yes, he's also a single dad, and yeah. she also gets a story as well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't put that one on here, but like those are that is an excellent the Washington Wolf series, and then the Ward Sister series are amazing. Yep. Just FYI, very very um, good. My next one is Between Wrath and Mercy. That's a great one. <laughs> so a great one. this one is very unusual because, I mean, so uh, Emmy, Emmeline is the main character. It's her child. This is a fantasy romance, by the way. And it's a second chance romance. Rain, who is currently the prince of the land or whatever, um, who is delicious, by the way. Um, <laughs> they have been separated for like um, 15 years. They haven't seen each other in 15 years. And they were childhood sweethearts at like 17. Secret childhood Secret sweethearts. Secret childhood sweethearts because he was betrothed to her twin sister mm-hmm. who died. And so there's like all this history. Yeah. But it, the story opens when she's um, she is married and she has a young daughter and the daughter is kidnapped. And so they get together. So the daughter isn't in it entirely, although she is in it and like fantasy. She's important because she's a driving force <clears throat> for them. Yeah, she's reconnecting the Reconnecting because... Emmeline would not have gone to rain. Right. So it's kind of a cheat to say it's single parent because she's not there all the time. But, she but this is, is in a the series. This is the thing. This is yes. the series. It's going to follow the same couple. So who's right. to say how much we're going to see the daughter? So exactly. You know what I'm it's yeah. Just, yeah. Absolutely. She's a single mom. This is a driving force. I want my daughter back. I mean, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, it's good. Important. I didn't avoid uh, Did I cheat or not? I no. Know. I did no. have another one later that I think it's kind of a cheat too. But <laughs> oh, God. This is funny. You cheater. I'm a cheater. But I love that one. It's so good. That's a great recommendation. Yeah. And a very recent one that we've mm-hmm. read. Okay, you. So my next one is Smooth Talking Stranger by Lisa Kleypas. This is one of her contemporary romances. <laughs> and so the um, her contemporary romances follow a family. It's called the Travis series. Mm-hmm. And Jack Travis is one of the younger one of the younger brothers. And this is how it comes out. Again, this is a single parent romance where the the um, heroine is not the biological mother of the child. <laughs> she has okay so. Ella has this sister 
And her mom is kind of like a no good parent, like mm-hmm. just wasn't that great. Well, a sister from all their childhood trauma kind of grew up to be almost just like her mom, very irresponsible. Yeah. She got herself pregnant and then she basically goes to her mom's house, the sister, drops off her baby, says she's going to go run an errand and never comes back. So the mom, who's also irresponsible, calls Ella, who's the responsible one He's in the like, family. Hey. hey, your sister left a baby here, and like I, I'm, t- I can't take care of the baby. So like you're gonna so have you to, come to come, take care drop of it. everything, and come take care of your baby. Oh. So like Ella's kind of like you know she's in a relationship. The guy doesn't want kids, and she's like, oh god, what am I gonna do? I can't just leave the baby, the poor innocent baby, with my mother. Uh-huh. So she goes there, and she is trying to talk to one of her sister's friends. She's like, well, who's the father? Like he needs to take responsibility for this child. And she's like, I don't know. Your sister was with a couple people during this time and she names one of these people she's like well it could be she mentioned jack travis you know and other people and she's like well the travis name is a pretty big name right i can track him down so she's like i'm gonna go (laughs) ask him is this your baby basically so ella goes up to jack and basically like you know my sister said she slept with you are you sure i would like a dna test and like he's so sure he's like i never slept with your sister right she wanted me i never slept i know i'm not the dad and like instead of taking offense he's like no i'll take your paternity test like Mm -hmm. and then he starts seeing her and like how good she is with the baby and he wants to help because she's down on her luck she's down on her luck He's just a rich boy, and he's like, I want to fucking help this girl who's just trying to do right. good and trying to take care of this baby. At that point, he's kind of, like, ready to settle down, too. He's just kind of, like, knight in shining armor type yes. situation, you know? And yes. I just love it. And, like, the relationship with the with the baby is just so cute. And she is funny. She just reminds me. Like, she has that southern accent. And, like, I don't know. They're just – it's a cutest – it's a cute story. I do, I do like story. that one. Very, I like that whole series, though, yeah. of course. I mean, Blue-Eyed <laughs> Blue Devil. Blue-Eyed Devil. I, I look I passed by it and I was like what can I use this as <laughs> can oh. I recommend this as I know somebody? it's like it's not a dark romance though it's it has not. dark moments but yep. still yep. <laughs> anyway um okay so my next one is a historical mm-hmm. I have a oh, few historicals on yes, here yes I have a couple um this one I think might shock you the hunter but the hunter by Kerrigan Byrne. Oh no, not at all. So Victorian a, rebels. She has a child. Yeah. So this we have an um, and this again, it's you think it's her biological child, but it's not. There's so and we many. Find, the way we find out is the hero finds out like during sex. So clever. I, talk about like what's the dynamic between the hero so, and the hero. Um. Yes. So Christopher um is basically hired. He's a hired killer, and he's hired to kill her. To assassinate her. And he always gets his prey. Like, he never, like, even, he he will kill a woman if, you know, she, whatever. You know, if she's, like, supposed to be killed or whatever. He doesn't, what's the word? He doesn't discern, I guess, between that. But something pauses him in his, you know, pursuit of her. And so he's, like, basically starts stalking her. And um and falling for her, but at the same time he has okay. You have to understand this is the Victorian Rebel series by Kerrigan Byrne, and every one of them opens with some horrific nightmare of a backstory. And I Hunter's, can't, I can't read his. It, Hunter's is probably one I of the worst. I can't read his trauma. I can't. I have to skip it. It's. It's it's yeah it's, it's too horrific. For, it is bad to, for me to read again. I've read it once and I never want to read it again. Yeah, I, know, I know it's like I'm just gonna skip and go to chapter one. But it does explain like his whole like attitude toward women and sex and things of that nature or whatever. Um, but yeah, so he's a hired assassin and he ends up falling for her after stalking into her house, and um, basically is like, well, you know, if you can pay me back, then I won't 
kill you and his payment is sex. And so she's willing to do it because she wants to save the child that she's in charge of. This is not really her child. And um, yeah, and so she loses her virginity. Not like and he he doesn't realize it until after. And it's oh, my God, it's one of those scenes where you're like, holy shit, because <laughs> he was not prepared. It's and like, what is this? But you have a child. Yes. Yes. And she's also an actress. Sense. And at that time, women in that era, if you were an actress, were considered sort of loose women. Um, That's just sort of a stigma that was given to actresses. And well, so lots of actresses needed patrons to survive. Exactly. So. Exactly. So they had to do what they had to do, you know. Yep. So. Yep. All but right. That's a great one. Next one on my list is Darling Beast by Elizabeth Hoyt. It's on mine. <laughs> I we love, have some historicals. I love Lillian love, Apollo. Love Lillian Apollo. So yes. I love it because, first of all, this is a wounded hero. Oh my God. He has been through the ringer. He was falsely imprisoned and he's actually escaped prison. Okay. And he's had his vocal cords damaged. So like he can't even say who he is. And obviously he doesn't want to say who he is because he has like a false murder charge against him. Mm -hmm. And this heroine is also an actress and she is a single mom. And the child is so adorable. I love how he immediately attaches to Apollo and he just like starts emulating him. And one yes. of the funniest scenes is whenever they both wake up in the morning and they both go pee <laughs> outside on a tree. I know <laughs> it's just so funny. And like Lily just kind of like, what? The yeah, Apollo's boys, kind of brutish, this boys. brutish gardener, mm-hmm. you know. And I love it. He's a gentle giant, guys. Yes. I love gentle giants so gentle much. Gentle giants. It's one of my favorite, favorite kind of heroes. Yeah, like love he them. is huge, intimidating but so soft so soft yes. so fucking soft and Ugh. i love it i love 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 the way that he's so protective over over lily and her son agreed agreed okay another historical <laughs> since we're on our historical kit, i wonder if we had the same next historical devil's daughter oh no no <laughs> i almost put devil's daughter on there but i already had a lisa Claypus, so i was like i'll just yeah <laughs> chill out well i had to, this is my lisa Claypus, okay um so devil's daughter is um one of the ravenals it's phoebe and West Ravenel, and um, she is a widow with a young son. I, th- I think his name is Justin, actually, the little boy, and a baby, and a baby. And so, um, I just love the way West is with the children, and how she's like super overly protective. And he's like, you know, you need to let them be boys a little. You know, you need to let them like well, live a little bit. One of the bit, most you know? iconic scenes in the book is whenever Justin accidentally gets into a paddock with a bull. Yes, and West. Gets in front of him. Like, he mm-hmm. puts his own life in danger to mm-hmm. save the boy. And it is amazing. And I it fucking is. love it. It is. It's so good. And I also love the sheep washing scene. Like, he's literally <laughs> washing sheep in a stream. I don't know. There's these random There's moments where I'm just kind of like, I've never read that before. And why is it we got so- some sheep washing <laughs> shit going on here. <laughs> sheep washing, bulls, whatever. Yeah. It's a farm life, you know? <laughs> it is. It's definitely a farmer. Because he's, he's basically, he runs the farm. You yeah. You know, he runs everything. And I love um, Wes's transformation throughout the series, too. Because when we first meet him he's like a little bit you know he's like a, indulgent uh, he's yeah, like so a, a little, little bit of a rake. yeah a like he's just been like drinking and yeah you know and all of a sudden he's become Sloth-like. this like fit <laughs> this fit man of business yes. you know like he has turned his life around he had like nothing really going mm-hmm. on in his life and all of a sudden he has like incredible purpose so yeah i just loved his character and it's just wonderful 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 mm-hmm. 
Okay, so my next one, which is my other historical, is Three Weeks with Lady X. Which, again, the hero Thorn, this is not his child. It's actually his best friend's child. So his best friend died and basically entrusted Thorn to take care of his young daughter. And she's so fucking cute, okay? (sighs) And so he he yearns her respectability because he is the bastard son of a duke, okay? Mm -hmm. So he must have married someone respectable. He has a vast fortune. He's incredibly powerful, but he doesn't have that respectability attached mm-hmm. to his name because he's a bastard. So he's kind of sort of hiding, you know, his ward slash daughter. And he has hired this decorator to transform <laughs> this mansion that he's bought. And it used to be like a very debauched man's mansion. So right. it has like nude statues everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> so Lady X is um, hired on and he starts falling for her. And I just, but I, I love, there's this a moment, so there's good. a moment where this heinous lady, the mother of, like, his intended bride or whatever, yeah. finds out that he's been hiding his ward, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, like, accusing him of all kind of stuff. And, like, the little girl, like, starts, like, crying because she's like, I'm not her daughter. Like, right. I thought I was yours. Like, I thought, I thought it was yours. You were taking like, care of me. And he was like, and, yeah. And he was like, he was like, no, you are mine. And, like, just the way that he he's oh, such God. a great yes. father figure for yes. her. And it was wonderful how he just put – the child's knees before anybody else's fucking needs. And I was just yeah. like, God, he's so good. Anyway. He is a true hero. This one fucking I love. Hero. I love. This is Thorn. one of my, this is actually you. one of my favorite Eloisa James books. But Me that too. besides that, um, and um her beauty and the beast. Yeah. Of course. Yep. <laughs> Which always makes me cry. Absolutely. <gasps> love it. Love okay. It. Uh skipping back to contemporary things we never got over. I have that one as well. <laughs> By Lucy Score, <laughs> which reminds me a little bit of the one with Jack Tracy, the uh, Lisa Kleypas one, because she is stuck. Naomi is stuck with her sister's um child, but not a baby. She's stuck she's with 11. Um, she's 11. She's a, a she's a young adult. She's a middle schooler, y'all. <laughs> And Knox is our grumpy She's so fucking cute. hero who, um, by the way, her 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 sister has basically made herself a menace around town. Right. And everyone hates her. She has like, basically her picture up like, do not serve this person at the coffee shop mm-hmm. where she first meets Knox. Knox comes in to kick her out. And she's like, wait a second. I'm just getting coffee. I'm know? not Tina. I am not Tina. And so she has to prove, like, basically by showing her license. And then I re- quickly realize, okay, you do look a little different. Your hair color is a little different, you know. But this is another just great one where she steps up and becomes the adult and takes care of the child and falls in love with the child. And you it's know? like, what's so great, I don't think what's so much more endearing about all of these books that we're mentioning where the hero or the heroine are not biologically, you know, mm-hmm. the parent, it's because sometimes they're sacrificing a lot to be that person who is the only stable person in that child's right. life. Like, yes. they sacrifice so much because they're like, I want to be that stability that this child yeah. needs. And it's so endearing. It's such an endearing quality. And that's what makes well, to them- be self- incredibly is heroic memorable you yeah know? it's very very memorable in my mind I'm like damn yeah like they don't even technically need to take responsibility but they do they step up to the plate and it's awesome yeah it's fucking awesome yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I love that one as well okay my next one is One Hot Italian Summer by Karina Oh, Halley. my goodness. That one was good. I, I love this one. It's beautiful. <gasps> it always makes me want to go to Italy every time. And I just got the alternate cover edition. She mm-hmm. did an alternate cover, and that came in the mail the other day as well. Oh. I love it. So Grace, the heroine, she is part got- of a, <laughs> she's part of a writing duo, and her writing partner just passed away. So oh. she's, like, in a depression. <laughs> did yeah. you forget that part? Oh, no. oh. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I forgot about that. Um, 
So she's kind of in a depression, and um, her agent suggests, like, hey, I have this villa in Italy. Like, yeah, just go, go stay at my out. villa. So she gets there, and she's not alone. She's expecting to be alone at this villa in, right. like, Tus- the Tuscany area or whatever. And she gets there, and there's a man with his son there. And uh, she's like, um, hello, I have rented this out. And he's like, but this is this my is house. This is my house. How could and you she's rent like, it what? out? This is her agent's ex-husband and son. <laughs> And she falls for him. Oh my and god! It's so good. And he is this oh and beautiful love, artist. The little kid is like yo. Oh my he's god! He's so precocious. He's, he's like a little gifted kid. He's gifted. So, oh my god! Oh my gosh! He's I so love into him. like science and like yes. you know the theory of like multiple dimensions and stuff like that. Like he just fucking <laughs> loves it. Okay, and she indulges oh. him, and it's just amazing. And it's so beautiful. It's romantic. I mean, it's fucking Italy. Like it's yeah. so just romantic and like tone. It's. Gorgeous. Super romantic. Fucking gorgeous. Yeah. So Who I wouldn't love want this, this Italian artist single dad. Claudio. <laughs> Come <him>. on now. <laughs> love, love, love. Okay. Uh, my next one is Wait For It by Mariana Zapata. I was about to say, I, I so, thought, I thought this one was going to appear. I thought this one was going to appear Y'all, for you. I love Diana and Dallas. Again, these are not her biological kids. Her um, brother, who she loved dearly, has died. And so she has um the two little boys and so aunt diana is kind of like raising these two kids she's kind of been a wild wild cat herself for a while so um suddenly she's on her own and she buys a house across the street where like some sort of biker gets beaten up out in the park in the there's like shit yard. going down in the middle of the night down. on the street and, and she she's runs just like, across hey. Y'all, she's in her pajamas and runs over in her like pajama shorts with a bat, ready to like save this guy. And it's who's the, being the hero's up. younger brother is right into bad shit, right? And that's and what's happening. Yeah, and so some biker gang is like beating him up in the lawn, and she saves him, but she basically. <laughs> But then she meets Dallas. He's like half nude and grumpy. Like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, because she doesn't realize that was his house. She thought the guy in the lawn was his house when she helped him into the house. And so, yeah, so they have like an abrupt meeting. And then she tries to be really friendly with him. And like, he thinks she's just trying to like get with him because apparently Dallas First of all, he's a looker. And apparently all the women want him. And he just thinks every woman who is nice to him is just trying to, you know, get with him. And he wants nothing to do with relationships. And then he quickly realizes Isn't she's Isn't Dallas single... like the coach he for is. like baseball and stuff? Well, he's, and she, like he a lot of the moms the work with him. Oh, yes. They all want him. And mm-hmm. she's the – so Diana thinks, well, this dude's really rude. And just kind of like – kind of like – what's like basically is like counts him out it's like no i'm okay i'm just gonna stay away from that guy he's like weird or whatever and then dallas starts to see the boys playing her playing in the baseball in the yard with them and he real he doesn't even know that's not her kids it's it's a slow burn yeah, romance it's sl- like he, Y'all, he has Mariana to discover Zapata. yeah he <laughs> has to he has to discover you know what what she's all, all the about. things so all but the it's things. good it's it's one of my favorites like the the whole lice scene where they all had lice it's crazy i love like yeah so the kids are definitely a part of this relationship and it's awesome it is really awesome okay my next one i know that you haven't read this one the next one's called be my hero by linda cage and the first book in the series is very unusual. I'm, I'm talking about the 
I think it's the second book in the series, Be My Hero. But the first book sets up the heroine. Mm -hmm. And in the first book, I didn't like the heroine. I was like, you can fuck her right off, Eva. I was like, I don't (laughs) like you. She's the cousin of the heroine of the first one. Yeah. And like, I just thought she was being like such a total bitch. Well, at the end of that, at the end of the first book, you find out that Eva is pregnant. Mm. Um, And from, she's like this, the guy basically just wants me to get rid of it. And he doesn't want to be part of the life of the baby's life and stuff. So I'm just kind of on my own. My parents kind of kicked me out. And they're all in Mm -hmm. college, okay? So Eva, Eva's hero, his name is Patrick Ryan, and everyone just calls him Pick. She's pregnant. And he has a child. So they're both single parents, okay? And they she becomes – she needs money. So she becomes, like, the nanny of the little boy. And she gives birth to her daughter. And so it's just kind of like they make this little family unit. Mm-hmm. And also we find out later that that is not – Patrick's biological child. This is actually his best friend's child. Aww. Who he married her so that she could have insurance. Aww. So, like, he's just, like, a fucking good guy. And basically, his best friend just kind of bailed on her own son. Oh, and my so, like, God. It's just, like, it's so fucking – it's just sweet. It's just a fucking sweet book because <laughs> they both help each other. Like, they just become this unit. Mm-hmm. She gets to stay home with the kids while he gets to go work and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just it's just really wonderful. And I just fucking love it. And, of course, she, like, feels like that's her kid, too, you know? Yeah. They both feel like that. And it's just really beautiful. And I love I it. I love it. And the it. first book is unusual because the male and – the hero in book one is a gigolo. What? So, yeah. So I'm just saying they have some really cool dynamics I, in the series. Yes. Look, I love I love when we have these like and I love these sort of out of the box characters. You yeah. Know? Very I, unusual. Linda Cage snuck up on me because I read her a couple years ago for a readathon called the Kindle Clear Out Readathon. Mm-hmm. One of the prompts was read the oldest book on your Kindle. And that oh. was the the oldest book. It's called The Price of a Kiss uh-huh. by Linda Cage. And I read that one. I was like, oh, damn. And I, like, got it for free, like, years <laughs> ago. So anyway, I have some gems on my, on my Kindle, apparently, that <sighs> may or may not ever get read because <laughs> free books. <laughs> I know. That's the worst. Somebody said, if I could read all my TBR, I would need to be live to 380 years old yeah, to read all my t- books on my TBR. It's impossible. Okay, my last one is my cheat because... What is your cheat? Okay, so... Tell me you cheater. (laughs) So in the beginning, there is no child. Son of the Shadows. So it's a little bit of a cheat because in the beginning, there is no child. I would count it. I would count it. Right. So this is... The child is incredibly important. No, the child is incredibly important. So this is Leoden and Bran. Leoden, this is basically um, old Ireland, what, medieval time period or something? It's earlier than medieval. It's It's earlier. It's like 400 or something. It's way the fuck back, (laughs) y'all. Okay. And it is fantasy, fantasy romance. But she is basically a healer, you know, kind of a healer child of... um, Sorcerer from Daughter of the Forest, which we did an episode on. But anyway, the story is she's she's kidnapped. <laughs> she is kidnapped. She's kidnapped. Fact, she's fucking kidnapped. We're laughing because we just did our dark uh, um, romance yeah. minisode and like um, every episode. Every every minisode that we have done, it has involved kidnapping, kidnapping. recommendations. Someone's so, been kidnapped. You know. Um, yeah. So she is to heal like one of the men and he is like uh part of this 
basically this he's a um, rebellious. He's a leader of this rebellious army up against the clans. Clans. They're notorious for being bu- brutal, and they're mercenaries, so they're right. killers for hire. They don't right. have allegiance to certain people, and so she gets kidnapped by by the leader, Bran. Yeah. Well, she names him Bran. She names um, him Bran because he yeah. doesn't. He is like the man with no name. But they fall in love. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so fucking beautiful their story but you have to really read the first one you have to read daughter of the forest to which is my personal favorite i, oh, I love son so of shadows good. but like god damn daughter of the forest is so i love see i love them both so much like these are me too they're both like on equal footing yeah you know for me, I, and i just so love well. this one um because yeah there is a child later she does have a child later in the yeah. story and it is very important yeah very important so. all right my final one is Cement Heart by Beth Eamon. <laughs> I feel like this is a little controversial because, like, you're either going to love or hate this book. That's just that's just how it is, but okay? I, I loved it. Even Which, though you even though you totally – I know. Totally, like, Blindsided you with blindsided the Blindsided me. With the angst, yeah. This is a very angsty book, and I'll set it up for you. The heroine, Michelle, and we see in, like, the first three books, it's, like, called the Cranberry Inn series. It's about the same couple. But um, Cement Heart – follows one of the best friends his name is viper and he's such a man whore he (laughs) plays on a professional hockey team and one day at practice he accidentally um there was kind of like rough housing on the ice and his friend fell and hit the sideboards wrong and it actually caused him to die so viper (gasps) feels immense guilt for being the cause obviously accidentally it was a Mm -hmm. sports injury related type of thing you don't mean to do these things but he feels very responsible for his friend's death and it's early it's a romance between viper the cause of the friend's death and his widow michelle who has two young children when i was reading this i was like wait a second big mike wait a second is the heroine is the heroine her the one who's oh my god like i just like yeah i I died i mean they go through the whole scene where big mike dies and michelle like being alone and having to move on from her husband and stuff and the reason why they get together is because viper feels like he has got to you know step in he has to step up and he has some guilt feelings that he wants to. He's like, I've got to do better. I've got to do good by her. Yeah, so I've got to help Michelle. Help she has her. two young kids, so I've got to go herself. over there and like offer whatever help she needs. And they end up by falling in love. So it's very yeah. forbidden romances yeah. and stuff. He has lots of maturing to go um, through because he is a man whore. Yeah. Um, he's required to see a therapist. So I really like his therapy scenes because yeah. he is a person who doesn't believe in therapy, but it ends <laughs> up by being the saving grace of, you know, his his um healing journey so it does he needs like it, it so badly God, and he comes totally to rely on that. it he yes. comes to rely on it like he needs it she is sort of the catalyst it. too of him going to her yeah and, and and healing by helping the widow yeah and he ends up falling in love and his whole life has changed yeah. and it's it really is a beautiful it's a beautiful story about not just falling in love, but about healing yes. from like you know grief and all of that. Oh, it's Agreed. so good. But Justin totally fucking blindsided me. I did. I, I, I remember did blindsiding not. you with it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she is not sorry. She is not. I'm glad, but that it was you lovely, read it. I but it. I'm sorry that you got all up in your feels without being forewarned. I was like, oh my god! But because nowadays, I, I mean, it. I would need to be warned for something like that too. I mean, I fell into that book without knowing, but like. I feel yeah. like I was also more accepting of high yeah, I, I, yeah. I but think I'm reading that one. Just, 
you know, shifted a little. That one was not. I mean, honestly, once I mean, I I, I tease. I'm fussing at you, but I really was not mad. You know, I I just remember being like, oh my god, like kind of like in that shock. The situation, moment. yeah, like, like what? Wait, I didn't know I was reading this. You know, yeah. and I but I was, was totally into story. it. I yeah, thought it was this sports romance. Was I bawling in my car? Oh my god. <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> it was great, trauma. though. It's so good. It's so worth all the angst. It really is. Yeah. It's either, really good. Either love it or hate it because he is yeah. a man horror hero. So you got to kind of get you past know, that. Get Not past, forever. Yeah. You know, obviously. Yeah. You got to yeah. get past his man whorey ways. So, <laughs> but his grandmother is such a fucking badass, too. So just want to say I love her. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. We hope that you enjoyed today's mini sode. We had a lot of fun talking about yeah, all the single parents. So all right, guys. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.